0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Life Made Easy podcast. Here again, it's Tim and Scott. Hello. Uh, So we're going to be rushing this episode a little bit as a warning. Um, Today we're going to be talking about TV pricing and what's been changing in the market for TVs. We're going to have some recommendations about what kind of things to look for in TVs nowadays. Yep. Um, Other than that, uh, here we go. Okay, so we... uh Currently went to
1: Target today to check out some TVs since Tim was in the market, and that kind of sparked the interest for this podcast. And we we've, we've been wanting to do this one for a while, uh, but that kind of just reinforced uh, the idea. And so we looked at a variety of TVs uh, for Tim, and uh, we we made some conclusions. Uh, and we were definitely surprised about the low end of the uh, pricing pricing spectrum. Uh, especially right. TCL. But we found that when you go to little off-brands such as, what were they, Westinghouse, um, Hisense, Hisense, Hisense yep. those you, even though uh, they offer 4K additions to their, to their lineup, uh, you can definitely start to see a decline in quality. I think TCL is that final point of quality, cheap, affordable quality. I don't
0: want to say cheap. I don't know. I definitely like the Hisense ones also, though. It depends. Those like are that, much less expensive,
1: like, like much less. I think it reflects that.
0: Yeah, every Samsung is beautiful. Yes. Um, even LG, I don't love every LG. Um, no, LG's hit or miss. Yeah, I've seen
1: for the most part.
0: Uh, High sense and TCL similarly hit or miss. There's some absolutely beautiful ones, but there are plenty that aren't. I think when it comes to pricing, when you start getting in that like really premium category,
1: is I'd say for LG it's probably five hundred. Once you 500 up, you're gonna get a quality LG panel. I think below that, it's like titter mess for the most part. Samsung, I think every Samsung panel is good, and I, I'm pretty sure, that sure. they dominate the TV market. I mean, when you when you talk to people, you don't you don't hear anyone say like Westinghouse. Yeah, I hate my Samsung. It, yeah, <laughs> and that's another thing that we talked about. Um, even though we can sit here all day and give you guys recommendations on TVs, I think the The one factor you have to consider when buying a TV nowadays is just screen size. Other than that, most TVs come with literally everything you want. And no one, I think, complains about TVs that they buy these days.
0: Yeah. Um, The other things, though, uh, as far as screen size, once you make that decision, there's some other decisions that follow afterward. Like if you're getting a 20-inch TV, I think, or anywhere between 20 and 30, it makes sense to get 1080. Mm Mm-hmm depending on the person it could make sense 720 also and yeah. the budget um anything above 30 though i'd say is a requirement oh, 100% and anything above 40 you should seriously be looking into the market 4K. for 4K yeah. now
1: and then if you want 90 you might have to go the 8K rock option <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um so tim how much is the 8K TV that Samsung's currently offering on the website.
0: So Samsung's 8K QLED TV at 98 inches comes out to sixty thousand (laughs) dollars. Thankfully, it's forty thousand dollars off, but that sixty thousand was after the forty thousand. It's typically a hundred thousand dollars.
1: I'm just interested to see if Apple were to make a TV, how they price it. They might double that just for the Apple tax. Yeah, for sure. You got an Apple logo on the, in, <laughs> just in the bottom. The Apple sticker on it doubles the value. Um, but yeah, so I right now I was looking recently I was looking for a TV and I, I ended up getting one for my dorm room. And uh, so obviously I was on a budget. I, I wanted to spend around a hundred bucks, maybe a little over a hundred bucks. One hundred thirty was my absolute maximum that I wanted to pay, just because um, for for most people I don't think they need an AK TV in their dorm room. And I just wanted Definitely to, and, and you're pretty close to it anyway. So I just wanted the 32 inch. And as Tim said, you don't around the th- usually like 30 inches. You, you can deal with 720p, but over that you should start looking for 1080p because um, what not many people look f- or understand with TVs, it, it's about pixel density. So even if, and that this applies to smartphones as well, you could have a 20 let me think 25 inch tv and it's 720p and it
0: still looks incredibly sharp because a a 25 inch 720p tv has the same number of pixels as a 98 inch 720p yes, tv and it, yeah so the pixels on the 90 inch tv have to be so much bigger than the pixels on the seven or the 20 inch tv yeah it's
1: basically like the screen's enormous. But it's the same pixel count, so the pixels it, are huge. Yeah, pixels are huge, and you you can and obviously. I don't know if maybe we have some people who don't understand who's watching this. The more pick you want, more pixels in a screen. Um, at least I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of people agree with that. Maybe some yeah. people don't like pixels. I don't know.
0: Those would be strange people.
1: <laughs> Those would be strange people. Um, I think more pixels is more or less
0: pleasing to the eye. Something though that brought me into the market for TVs is I haven't watched. TV shows or movies on a television in a couple of years now honestly because I've gotten so used to higher resolution displays on my phone and on my computers so it's just better to watch TV on there and now whenever I stare at most TVs most of the TVs in my life are 720 or 1080 all I see are the pixels and it's just not entertaining for me so I was looking at the 4K TVs and there's a surprising number of 4K HDR TVs in the three hundred to four hundred dollar price range, even some slightly below three hundred, around like mm-hmm. two fifty. Right. Um, and especially with those other companies like TCL and Hisense, there's a lot of really good options around mm-hmm. there. There's only too. There's almost too many options to be honest. It's it's hard to decide these days on a TV. Yeah. The the good thing though about the pricing mm-hmm. is it's so low that. The TV manufacturers aren't even making a profit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing about how the market's been changing, if you notice all the TVs are smart TVs and there are no it, you know, regular a, TVs anymore. That's for a reason. <laughs> the reason is the smart TVs allow them to sell your data after you buy <laughs> the TV to like all these different places. And in selling your data, they make the profit after the fact. So your initial purchase is literally not even the cost of the TV anymore. Right. And how much is our data worth today, Tim? <laughs> um, according to a lot of statisticians, uh, companies, like, if you combine all of your data from Amazon, Facebook, Apple, uh, who else has our data? Um, Amazon, Facebook, Google. Apple. I miss Google. Google, right. Uh, if you combine the value Bing, of all know. that data, it's literally $1,000 a month that they're making off of your data. So... You can only imagine even if the TVs are making a small sum off of that, how much they're making off of all the people that have these TVs.
1: Yeah, so it's basically
0: like the TV hardware
1: itself has zero value. It's basically. all it's all about the it's all about the data and selling your data. Who buys this data? I'm just curious. You think Facebook? Um I wouldn't
0: be surprised if Facebook bought this data. I don't know from if Facebook Roku. needs it though because Facebook already has so much data. I think it's like Target, Walmart, um Yeah. And then even like Samsung perhaps isn't even selling your data. Samsung is just using your data for their own sales of refrigerators and the rest of everything right. that they have.
1: Right, right. So there's a there's a stat out there that claims that right now in – I don't know if it's just U.S. or just global, but uh, someone's data, online data, is more valuable than oil. I believe it, <laughs> which is absolutely <laughs> absurd. Um, but – Okay, so we talked about resolution. How about how about HDR, high dynamic range? What are your thoughts so, on that, Tim? Let me
0: pull um, up the definition. Yeah, that'll be useful. Basically, uh, before we read the definition, what high dynamic range is, is it allows you to get more colors on the television. Uh, so like a wider depth. Your reds will be redder, blues will be bluer, greens greener, and so on. Um, and white's whiter, black's darker
1: claims a greater dynamic range of luminosity, I like that word, luminosity, word. Uh, than what is possible with standard digital imaging or photographic techniques. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, you guys watching have seen a HDR-capable television. I have. It's um, stunning. It's stunning, and you can definitely see the difference between um, even 4K, like even as good as 4K is. I think HDR takes it to another level. I've seen a 4K TV with HDR and without, like side-by-side at a store uh, once, and you can instantly tell the HDR one is better. And that's why literally every TV now, uh, when you you go to a store and and you look under the – they have, like, the five main features. It'll usually be, like, UHD, 4K quality. It'll usually be, like, three HDMI inputs since everyone loves HDMI these days and loves – Having as many inputs as possible, so they can plug in multiple sources at once. Um, HDR, HDR is in there. 120 hertz is one they're advertising a ton, and then they usually have Ethernet or something like
0: that. Or, they all mention that they're smart, even though yes, every single one of them is smart. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, and back in the day, I remember talking to my parents, and they're like, "Smart." They, uh, they said they literally said like, F-
0: "Smart TVs are not worth it." I because think that generation you could just buy a Roku or a Fire Stick and mm-hmm. like. At first, I think when they first came out with smart TVs, even for the TV companies, I think they didn't realize the value in it. They were like, yeah, we're just putting the box inside the television. It's more convenient for the customer. But then suddenly they realized, now we have all this data, we can sell this, we can make even more profit. And now it's just they want, they're want. they trying very desperately to replace all the TVs in America and around the world with smart TVs that way. They can start benefiting off the data revenue, which is also consistent revenue as compared to just purchasing a TV it's every one, several one-time
1: sale. Um, so, right now, uh, and let's let's get into a competition because I find that is really interesting for why these TVs are getting so cheap. And I read that in an article. Um, so basically, like how many how many brands do you see? When you go to a store like Target today. How many how many brands did you see? Five or six. Five or six. I bet you if you were to go to the exact same store five to ten years ago, I'm I guarantee you it would be roughly three companies. It'd be Sony. Which mm-hmm. Sony is No Sony, Sony TVs anymore that Sony, I see at least. Sony's dead. And I don't know why. If you even on Amazon, they do not push Sony TVs. Like they're still there, but Front Upcoming
0: podcast Apple might be buying Sony. <laughs> really? Really. Oh my god, I hope that doesn't happen. I guess happen. I forgot to tell Scott that one. <laughs> I didn't it know involves about that. Spider-Man. It's really complicated. Get ready.
1: Oh, well, I do know about the Spider-Man thing. I didn't know that that's going to apply to like all of Sony now, like all of Sony. All of Sony? Okay, that's that's a good idea. Get ready. But you would only see I don't think Vizio was popular back then. I think that's recent, too. You would see Sony. I do remember Vizio a little bit, a but little they bit. were definitely a background. Yeah, they were background. Samsung, Sony, LG. What else? Samsung
0: would have been around, I think.
1: I honestly can't think of any others that used to be in these stores. TCL
0: was around because I remember was it really my tube TV back in the day that, like, my first TV that, that I remember, like, obviously we had TVs my whole life, but, like... My original TV that I remember growing up with was a TCL. It's probably like 24
1: inches (laughs) and two. Um, Maybe I have seen a TCL before. But, um, yeah, definitely in the background for the most part. And uh, this competition is is right now killing these these TV
0: manufacturers. um, And they can't really do anything about it. I mean, it is enough of an oligopoly that... It is, yeah. They could probably do some price setting, you know? Do you want to explain what an oligopoly is? Yeah, so for non-econ majors out there, an oligopoly is basically, it's like a monopoly, except instead of one company controlling everything, it's a few companies. Yeah. So, like, under five, yeah, maybe a little more than five, but. If there's dozens of companies selling bananas and they're all similar in size. Nobody can set a price. If there's only one company selling bananas, they can sell the bananas for whatever price they want. The fear is when you have two, three, or four companies selling bananas, then uh, they are able to communicate with yeah, each it's other. Yeah, the communication part that's dangerous. Together, the two, three, or four could agree and end up acting like a monopoly would.
1: Yeah, because to, to ruin an oligopoly, all you need is one company and just... just lower their prices a ton, take the entire market share, and then every other company makes absolutely nothing. Because yeah. why would you go buy so say for a hypothetical example, say Samsung makes all their TVs a dollar. That basically and and stick all all else equal basically like the quality is exact same. So that one day Samsung's like one dollar. Why would you go buy an LG T V for four hundred dollars?
0: And even if Samsung loses money for that like day or even if they did it for a month, if they lose money on all those sales of those dollar TVs, there'll be no competition next month anymore and they can raise the prices right back up to wherever <laughs> they want. Yep. They'd make everyone go out of business. Exactly.
1: Um so that's a, just a brief rundown on oligopolies for any econ aspiring econ majors.
0: We should to- all do it. It's best major and that's why we're unique. go back to school and get econ <laughs> and that's why you graduated. <laughs> I'm sorry Keep cutting off
1: Scott and that's why this podcast is better than all the other ones because everyone else is a sellout and they're all corrupted by the big corporations paying them <laughs> for biased reviews
0: <laughs> we would totally get paid by a business if you're listening that being said we wouldn't get sold out <laughs>
1: yes we're not sellouts but we'll take the money we're not sellouts um So, um, any last things you want to discuss about TVs or do you think we covered all
0: the, uh, I think we covered everything important. So,
1: okay. So I guess that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, you guys can always follow us, hit us up on Twitter at life made easy podcasts. And, uh, we appreciate follows ratings. Ratings definitely help.
0: Yeah. Share Uh, us with your friends.
1: Yeah. Sharing definitely helps us a ton. Uh, share it with your friends family whoever you want and uh yeah stay tuned for the future episodes because we're going to be coming out with some awesome content in the future awesome tech related content and as you know we also do star wars just for giggles yep all right see you guys see ya